You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, so with that being said, we will talk about the last thing we did see on the court with the Grizzlies, which was uh, a big time win against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, a lead that was as much as 20... No, is it what was the biggest lead? Like, was almost did we get to 30? Yeah, we got to 30, right? I don't know what it got to, son. Yeah, it got nasty, man. (laughs) Hard to finish. Yeah, it was a big time win for the Grizzlies at home against the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are an incredible team, don't get me wrong. But you get them away from home and they they do look beatable. You know what I mean? That that's kind of what they are. Um, they have an incredible built-in home court advantage with with the elevation there, plus they're a hell of a team. So uh, it just makes them almost impossible to beat on the road. Um, but the Grizzlies were able to get that win. Uh, I, I'm going to say it, Jason Smith. Stop me. Before, if you think I'm about to jump off the edge in a bad way, in a good way, let me know. But I'm about to jump over it, man. I'm about to say this, Jason Smith. Because if you saw me on Twitter, some of the things I've been saying, teams, I would like us to play in the first round, all those type of things. I think I'm about to say it, man. Hey, that mean words is this? Hold on. It's five words. I'm about to say them. I'm about to echo John Moran on this one. I think we might be fine in the West, Jason Smith. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we, have not, we have not learned our lesson whatsoever. Have we, <laughs> so well, what are your thoughts about the Denver Nuggets game? Man? I mean, I, I was prepared to come in here and be with you and be like, man, that was a statement win. And I know some others have said, eh, I'd rather wait and see. Uh, because yeah. we know you the first 11 out of the All-Star break. You've played your first two of those 11, gone one and one. But I, I thought for a team, you know, we've discussed this saying at length, you know, said it's fine in the West. Here, here, here. I mean, this will touch on what you said. But its best wins in the West were a couple over Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, you split regular season series with Minnesota. You hadn't beat a contender in the West. You you right. can't pick one of those top teams. And certainly those games with Phoenix were without Booker, and that's it. That's even a different team from Phoenix. Was one of those. And obviously before the trade deadline. And so mm-hmm. my point is that, you know, after, you know, everybody comes down on you about, well, you haven't done anything and probably fairly that now you have a win at least. And yeah, it was at home where you've been dominant, but you have a win over a legit contender in the West that you can point to and said, you know what? We imposed our will against a team that's running away with the West. This is what we can do. And so it, and again, did it without Steven Adams. Like Memphis dominated that game defensively without mm-hmm. Steven Adams. And I think in doing so made a statement, maybe even more so to itself saying that, yeah, yeah, we could do this. You heard from those, yeah. te- those those guys and Luke Kennard saying this was one we felt like we had to have because they didn't have a win like that, that they could hang their hats on a win in the West that they could hang their hats on. They've got that now. And at least it doesn't guarantee, guarantee anything saying over these next nine, because uh, it's a tough stretch, but at least now you can look at something and Jenkins has got some evidence mm-hmm. for what you say. Guys, even without Steven, for however long that is, we'll get to the update. 
but we can we we should be doing this against the good teams in the West, right? Especially at home. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. You know, I had to just throw it out there. You know, I had to go from one extreme to another for sure. But mm-hmm. uh, um, if to, if you want to know where we are this week, we'll definitely show you with the games we have coming up. Got the Lakers. I think we got Denver again. Uh, Dallas twice. You got a lot of games coming up in this stretch to really see uh, kind of gauge where we are and if we really turn that corner. Yep. Uh, but Tyus Jones had a breakout game. Uh, shout out to Papa Jones. Stones Stones Jones had a kid. Broke out. Uh, yeah, broke out. Had a nice breakout game. Knocking down tray balls in that joint. It's, it, it, you, it's somehow you get that pressure sometimes when, when your old backcourt mate Luke Kennard is up there training up. But, you know, you played ball before, man, on some level, whether it be high school, whatever you've done. When you're playing in a team situation and one of your guys is getting hot, yeah, it kind of make you know it make you step your game up, whether it's whether it's you know intentional or something you're even able to control. Sometimes when you know when your boy get hot, you know you get hot. So both Tyus Jones and Luke Kennard had great shooting games uh, against Denver. Uh, shot them out of the gym for sure. Uh, props to Tyus Jones, number one for being a father. Had the second baby. Uh, had the the older child in the locker room. I heard I haven't seen any clips of that. But I heard he had the uh, older child in the locker room. But shout out to Tyus Jones for having that kid, man, being a dad again. And uh looked like he had some, uh, you know, uh, uh, had his, like he had his breakout game since he had the child. A lot of people were saying, you know, they think it's because of, you know, the baby being on the way. That's one thing I will say about Tyus Jones. Regardless of his age, he seems like a very mature, like family-minded, because this is oh, his yeah. wife, right? Not, not, not knocking people who have families that aren't married, but I'm just saying the fact that he's, He's married, right? That's, that's what people are saying. Shout for out to sure. Tyler Jones, man. Like, for real. Um, on that, we talked about Luke Kennard. Uh, I want to say he was four or five from three. I want to say Luke is extremely shooting the ball extremely well <laughs> since he's been with the Grizzlies, if I'm not mistaken. And have we lost a game that he's played in? Um, I, hate to think so, I don't think we've lost with him. Well, I mean, they've they've won what they're now four and two over the last six. How many of those has he, he he's played? He only missed one, he only missed one game. No, no, no. He misses the, the game after the trade. He missed that first game. Those two losses might be the game that Luke Kennard didn't play in. I don't know. I, I'm just throwing, I'm just spitballing, just throwing it out there. But um, good to see him have a good game. Good to see him be confident. Shout out to Santi Aldama. Nah, he played. He played versus Boston. He played against Boston. Okay, yeah. Well, now we ain't gonna count them. Boston games don't. Count. Also, yeah, yeah. Played versus Boston. So that's that's one. Just one. Yeah. So shout out to. Uh, are we are we going with Cool Hand Luke, the nickname that came with him that he's had for his entire career, or are we uh, doing? I like it. I mean, we 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 can roll with that. I went, we can let it play out a little bit. I, I do think he's going. Listen, especially at home, like we said, the the, the eight to twelve points, and a lot of them obviously coming from three. Uh, he's going. He might be the difference in a game or two here over mm-hmm. these last twenty or so in the games. playoff. Game. Yeah, I mean, they, listen, they, they've been, what, 24th, 23rd, 25th, somewhere around there in three-point shooting mm-hmm. all year. You got two of the best in the league now. And I don't right. – you know, like we, like we said, same from the get-go, it's going to be about how long you can keep Kennard on the floor. So mm-hmm. hopefully you're doing enough elsewhere, cover up enough defensively where he can be out on the floor and make a difference because I think he will, man. I think he's going to matter in a couple of big ones here down the stretch. But I'm asking you, are we going with Cool Hand Luke, the nickname he's always had, or are we doing Nasty Nardo? Shout out to me. Uh, 
Oh, I didn't hear your nasty Nardo. I didn't hear the either or. I didn't hear the. Uh, the <laughs> I, 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 I like I, nasty Nardo. Once once Ja gets done with him, he's it's probably gonna be more nasty. Probably probably see a more nasty Nardo come out. A little out. bit of sauce and swag to it, saying a little bit of seasoning on it. Right. Yeah, I like nasty Nardo. Yeah, uh, nasty Nardo, of course, uh, legendary Memphis rapper, uh, known for the song "Don't Watch Me, Watch TV." If you're looking for a uh, uh, his. His Billy Jean, no, his if you're looking for his uh if you're looking for his Billy Jean, so to speak, that would be it. Don't watch me watch TV by Nasty Nardo. But yeah, shout out to Luke Kennard. Definitely coming in. Uh big game against Denver, shooting the hell out the ball since he's been here. Uh, I definitely I definitely don't mind shooters that can actually make shots. Shout out to him for sure. Ja is coming back around. I told you I was concerned about him. Looks like he has some of that swag back, some of the the looseness, the happiness, the joy of his game seems like it's coming back. Um, was never really seriously worried about Ja because right. he was still uh, performing pretty well, but it just didn't look like the loose, free, you know, having fun, uh, easy, easy, easy 20 points that Ja was scoring. Um, and Ja may also um, be playing that way because he feels like uh, Steven Adams might be coming back soon. Uh, Drew Hill of the Daily Memphian put an article out today uh, giving kind of a loose update. Drew did something that's not the easiest thing to do, Jason Smith. He was able to uh, catch Taylor Jenkins slipping and actually saying something of relevance. So <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Drew Hill for finding a way to do that uh, with uh, Coach Taylor Jenkins. Coach Jenkins today said, we have circled a range of dates sometime at the end of the road trip. That's something we have targeted, but it all depends on how he responds day to day. I think he played five on five two days ago. Um, he has another play group tomorrow and we're going to increase the workload a little bit more but he has responded well to individual work and five on five exposure we're going to get a couple more under his belt so he can get his win back and confidence with his knee stability right now uh, everything has been cleared for this progression and this phase we will have a better update in the next five days or so adams who is usually a jovial type following practice was operating a stair climbing machine and lifting heavy kettlebells repeatedly over his head while the rest of the teammates took turns shooting. Um, Drew Hill says that he thinks this means that he, uh, you'll see Adams back. Like Coach Jenkins said, sometime at the end of the road trip, all praises be to God, if that be the case, and we can get uh, Steven Adams back. Listen, we saw them dominate defensively against the Denver team, hold them to mm -hmm. a season low points in 94 without Steven Adams. Where Steven Adams is most missed is offensively, where mm -hmm. Memphis is now 16th and rating in the nba like that's where he's going to help you the most uh does he solve all your issues no but when you're talking about the second third chance opportunities he's going to bring back to the table right really right. swag right and it, forget the forget the stats and how he can help you uh improve your offense just with you know second third chances but more importantly what you said like getting job back comfortable with his swag when he sees stephen adams setting that screen jaws in his comfort zone and listen i think He's had to get comfortable with Xavier Tillman down there. And I, mm -hmm. I think you've seen Ja return. Did, did you see the pass he caught in the air? Xavier's uh, moving down around the basket. He's able to get it down to him. Like mm -hmm. he sort of figured out how Xavier can move, use that sort of – I mean, against the last, you know, two best centers in the league, you've seen Ja sort of figure out what he's got down there, when he can go to Xavier, when not. But you've seen him get his swag back. It'll be all the way back once mm -hmm. Stephen Adams is back. And that offense that has dropped off – uh, Memphis has still managed to sort of get back to you know what we're used to defensively, but that offense that dropped off, it, that's what saying he can help with the most is getting guys back to their comfort level 
And then you're, you know, once that starting lineup is back and settled, well, then hopefully you're getting more consistent, settled efforts from a bench that should end up being a strength for you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, I'm I'm with you. And it's, it's really offensively that I'm most looking forward to, you know, yeah. seeing out there and taking up space again. Also, note uh, on the injury front, LeBron James has been ruled out uh, for the Grizzlies game against the Lakers on tomorrow, on Tuesday. Um, this Laker team has been playing very well since the trade deadline. I believe the only game they lost was the game that LeBron didn't play in. Mm -hmm. uh, Russell Westbrook also doing well uh, with the Clippers. Uh, the Lakers come to town on Tuesday. Sucks for the fans who want to see LeBron James play, but hopefully this makes um, you know that game a little bit more winnable. Uh, you could put it in the in the, in the kind of a uh, much more manageable game than it would have been with LeBron James. Lakers are playing good ball right now. I think they're currently 11th in the West, if I'm not mistaken. So they're not. Uh, but only two and a half games out of sixth place. Yeah, which, which is which is wild. Uh, Stephen A. predicted they're going to end up in that sixth spot and avoid the playing completely. I think. I mean, that's. But we're only talking about two and a half games, and they just knocked yeah. off the team last night. That's in six. Mm -hmm. that was and bro, we we talked about this. We talked about this the week that uh, John Martin, your co-host, was out. And I came in and I sat in with you for almost an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm not – I don't buy this Dallas team, man. I just oh, don't. Dallas, Dallas is, is fraudulent. There is no yeah. question. They've won There's, one game with Kyrie and, and Luka together. One. And 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 you saw that they gave up a 27-point lead to a Lakers mm -hmm. team that did not have D'Angelo Russell yeah. uh, in that game. And Malik Beasley was not playing well. So I know yeah. – you know that that that's but they they were already 22nd ish defensively that ain't gonna get any better in fact it's probably gonna get worse and then other teams can walk you know because of that other teams can walk them down I, they're they're fine offensively but saying if they try to go in for like a two year with Kyrie or something after this year and why wouldn't they seek a longer term deal after what they gave up to get him bro you could be messing yourself up for the next few years and then to your point you're going to be sitting there with Luca mad at everybody from Cuban all the way down through the front office saying, these guys don't know how to put anything around me. You're going to end up, you know, losing your chance with a, with a superstar player, a la AD in new Orleans. Bro, I'm telling you, I, I can see you and that for a while about Luca in Dallas. Like, yeah, keep, keep messing news. up. Keep spinning your wheels. Yeah. News before it happens, man. Um, you, this is the summer you're going to hear about Luca. Getting the hell up out of there. Like I'm telling you, know, you you're, gonna start hearing, you're gonna start hearing it this summer. Um, Grizzlies have a tough uh stretch of games coming up. Uh starts tomorrow at home against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh followed it up with a game that should be winnable. Can't lose this game uh on the road against Houston. Houston 13 and 47, not trying to do anything. Um, uh, then you got Denver again on Friday. That game will be in Denver. Uh, you got the Clippers who are playing well. Uh, with Russell Westbrook in the fold, you got those those guys Sunday. You got the Lakers again. Uh, you you assume LeBron's probably going to play that game. That's on the road. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp will be in the building. So <laughs> Talking that good old shit. You got the Golden you got the Golden State Warriors uh, next Thursday at home. Really looking forward to that game. You got Dallas at home um, next Saturday, and then you have Dallas on the road two days after that the following Monday. Tough stretch of games, a lot of playoff teams. Um, I joked about uh, being fine in the West. Jason Smith, the question I throw out to you, what record and what particular games 
even if you don't want to throw out a record, what particular games did you believe this week could be not only statement games that can make you and I say that the Grizzlies are fine in the West? Well, I listen, before we can say anything about the Grizzlies being fine in the West, they're going to have to win on the road where yeah. they've lost eight straight. Mm -hmm. right. And you Listen, it's four games in the next six days. After Los Angeles, you're, you're heading out there on that road trip you mentioned where they're hoping to get Stephen Adams back on the back half of it. But you, hopefully Houston is the remedy you need to end that streak. But then you're talking about saying you nailed it out. You're at Denver. You're at L.A. I mean, the Clippers. Then you're at Los. You're at the – it's funny. You're at Shannon Sharp. You're, you're playing the Lakers there. This, mm -hmm. this road losing streak? At Shannon <laughs> Sharp. That five-game road trip. And you know – when the Grizzlies have gone out to L.A. in that trip, it's been ugly all season. Yeah, man. So if we're going to be fine in the West, saying much like I thought the home win and the way you've come out of the All-Star break. I mean, you led Philly by 17, even though you blew that game. That was a contender. You were imposing their will. Mm -hmm. We need to see it on the road against these contenders on the West. Then saying I could come back in here with you, you know, next week after we've done a, another podcast and we could say, all right, now we're seeing this team do it against teams, you know, some of the better teams in the West on the road right. as well. Because that, let's let's face it, like Denver's 15 and 15, I think it is on the road this year. Like that, that's, you know, for, and that's a contender. You're 11 and 18 and you've lost eight in a row. They've got to get that figured out. We know a lot of it is role players play better at home. I mean, that it, look at Luke Kennard and Tyus Jones yesterday mm -hmm. at home. They've got to find a way to, to end this streak on the road and after after what should be an easy one against Houston, it turns up real fast against Denver. Go win a couple of those. Impose your will on the road in a couple of these. Then I'll be feeling a lot better about saying they're fine. Now, as far as holding on the two seed, I mean, Sacramento looks like the only one you're, you know, they're a game and a half behind you. They're playing well. Um, still not much of a defense, but they're outscoring everybody. Did you see Malik Monk 40-something off the bench the other yeah. night? Uh, 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 De'Aaron had was on crack? I mean – Bro, it, Malik Monk, man. Malik Monk would have. Yeah, I'll get back to it. I always, I always like got a soft spot in my heart for Malik. He's back, man. Folks better put hey, some respect on, on Malik's name now. But back to the point. I feel fine saying if they get on the road, four games in six days, get on the road, and let's see some of this, uh, some of this dominant defensive play extend over onto the road as well. Show us that you're ready to handle one of these road trips. Remember last time out, they were zero and five on that on that five gamer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you, man. It's, it's a very important um, stretch of play coming up uh, for the Grizzlies without a doubt. Uh, I think you can really make a statement if you could just, you know, especially if you can win some of those games on the road. It can really make you feel like we've turned the corner. Um, it's just going to be some exciting games, man. Like, you know, you get, you got the Warriors coming in, you're back in LA, you get LA, you get LA tomorrow and you're back in LA, yep. uh, the Shannon Sharp classic again. Um, yeah, man, it, it's, it could be really fun, uh, stretch of games coming. You get Dallas twice, you beat those guys. If you beat those guys twice in a row, you could kind of exercise some of those demons. You know, that team's had mm – -hmm. um, that team's had your number for a while. Um, yeah, so I think that you can really uh, make a statement this week for sure.